Hey, what's up? Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Business Life and Coffee podcast, more specifically this segment called Coffee Shop Q&A. We always try to have experts who are great in their field teach you how to be a better business person and live a better life. This week is no different. We are joined by Jatsna Ramachandran, who is the founder of Happy Self Publishing. She's also an international bestselling author and TEDx speaker. Now, we're going to have a conversation all about whether now is a good time to write and publish a book. So thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy this conversation. Jatsna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Joey, for having me on the show. Well, I'm glad you're here. And could you tell people... Why did you name your publishing company Happy Self Publishing? It's such a fun and upbeat name. (laughs) Nobody has asked me this. I'm glad you asked. So uh, I was just looking for a bunch of different options to name the company. And I just opened, uh, I think, godaddy.com. And I was looking at the availability of the URLs. And uh, as soon as I typed Happy Self Publishing, I wanted the name Self Publishing because I'm a huge advocate of self publishing versus going to a traditional publishing house. So I really wanted authors who value that to uh, become our clients. And my goal was just to make this process so easy and happy for them. So that's why this uh, name kind of uh, rang a bell. So, But I was glad that the URL was available and I just uh, finalized the name. So that's how it happened. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, I love that you're on brand with creating a business that... uh, projects the experience that you want for your customers. I I think there's a lot that is uh, in a name. um, And so it's just like naming your children. You know, you want to have something that you enjoy saying, uh, good reflection of uh, what you're looking to accomplish. So that's awesome. I'm glad I have a a breaking story. (laughs) But um, so, so our audience, you know, entrepreneurs, people that are looking to start a business and what we know and what we found is that people start businesses uh, because they're passionate about what it is that they want to do for a living. Uh, but I would also imagine that's one of the reasons why people write books as well. Could you talk a little bit about um, who becomes an author, why now might be a good time to be an author, and what are some of the sort of books that you help publish for people? Sure, Joey. For most people, becoming an author is one of their bucket list items. If you speak to 10 people, at least six or seven people would say that they want to write a book in their lifetime. Because we grew up reading so many books, we are inspired by a lot of them, and that's why it becomes uh, like one of the goals that people have. So there's nothing wrong in that. People can write all types of books, fictional novels, stories, poems. There are different types of uh, categories where you can write your book. But if we have to specifically look at entrepreneurs who are passionate about running their business, then I think it's also the author's uh, moral responsibility to market their products and services to their potential clients. And one way to do that effectively is to write a book because the book is not looked upon as a marketing tool. People value the book as a a piece of uh, um, something that they can draw their draw some knowledge, message from, which is written by a thought leader. So a book is usually highly respected. It's not like a brochure or a business card that sometimes lands in the trash bin. So people always uh, keep uh, value a book and they would keep it on their shelf. And I think that makes the book such an incredible marketing tool. And I would say that uh, in terms of credibility, 
authors, uh, entrepreneurs can do a lot of things. They could write blogs, they could be on podcasts, they could have their own YouTube channel. All that is great and one should do to reach out to their audience. But one thing that really is, uh, I think, would be the number one tool to earn your thought leadership would be a book. Because I think a book has a much larger shelf life than all the other forms of content marketing. I couldn't agree more. Uh, as someone who has um, self-published a few in the past, I and that's looking you know currently to write one too, I feel like social media and some forms of marketing are like riding a wave, whereas writing a book is like climbing a mountain. And if you want to be known as a leader, you have to climb the mountain, write your book, be the expert, and claim your territory of expertise. So I, I, I couldn't agree more uh, about why it's a good time or why it's important to write a book as, a, as an entrepreneur. Um, yeah, and now is the best time, Joey, because of two reasons. Uh, as an entrepreneur, I think a lot of people are going through ups and downs in their businesses and people actually have some free time to work on their passion projects, which they have been procrastinating all this while. And books are also selling more in all the different formats, the audiobook, the Kindle, the paperback, because people have the time to read now. So I think it, it's good for both the readers and the authors to actually, uh, you know, focus on the book projects. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Uh, so, so for someone that's looking to get started in writing a book, where should they start? Do you start with the idea? Do you lay out an outline? What are some of the things that you recommend for someone who said, you know, I've been meaning to do that. Sounds like uh, she's the expert to help. What's the first step? Yeah, the first question I ask them is what Simon Sinek asked in his TED Talk. Start with your why. So I usually ask that because people write a book for various reasons. And it's important to have a very strong purpose. Otherwise, people are just going to give up in a week or two. So if the book has to actually get written and published, it will take a few months. Uh, you may take ex uh, a lot of uh, professionals to help you with the whole process. But still, as an author, I think their involvement is super important. So unless it's, the prior it's their priority, I tell them it's okay. I mean, don't do it now. Do it later. But come back to us only when it's your priority because only then you can give your time and focus to this project which really because it really deserves that amount of focus. So that's the first thing. You should really have a strong and compelling why, which should make you to jump out of your bed and open your laptop and start writing every morning. <laughs> so that's yeah. the first thing. Then comes the topic, selecting a fantastic topic that's in alignment with your brand's message and what your clients really want. That is really, really important. And usually people are too worried about, hey, uh, there are so many books in this topic, but I think every author can make a book unique using their unique life uh, experiences because that cannot be copied from somebody else. That's just so true to you. So by just adding your anecdotes and case studies and stories, the topic, though it could be a general one like productivity or leadership, can still be very unique by throwing in your, uh, your own life experiences. So the second thing is the topic. And the third one, which you just mentioned, is the outline because a lot of people just start writing, they have inspiration for a couple of days, and then they get busy and they don't, or they don't have that uh, creativity to write. But when you have your outline in front of you, it's like you know, the GPS that will guide you through the whole process. And you know exactly today what chapter you're going to finish and what are the three key ideas you're going to cover. So that acts like, uh, you know, a good uh, roadmap. All right. 
start with the why, get a plan, be be in a season where you're motivated. I love one of the big hurdles that people come across, uh, maybe in their own mind, um, is whether to self-publish or to pursue uh, a publishing house. Um, obviously, yeah. there are different reasons for both, but what is your recommendation and why? Joey, both have their own pros and cons, uh, but it totally depends on the person. So here's the thing. If you are already a celebrity, like an influencer in your niche, and everybody knows you, you have millions of followers, then try going the traditional publishing route because you have a high chance of getting selected because most of the manuscripts get rejected if the author doesn't have a huge uh, platform already. So if you are lucky, in I mean, or if you've worked hard for all these years to build that, then try uh, going to publishing houses and see how that works. If not, if you're a first-time author who is probably uh, the founder of a startup and you are just trying to use the book to grow your business, then I think it's uh, it's going to be a waste of time spending two, three years trying to find a publisher because you want to quickly put that book out and use the book to uh, make, make an impact and grow your business, right? So for those authors who are uh, kind of, you know, maybe just having a few years of experience in their profession but really want to take it to the next level, self-publishing is great because you have the speed at which you can publish. You can put out your book in three or six months' time. You can continue to keep the royalties and the you own the rights of the book. So that way you make more money out of the book. And creatively, you have all the freedom to choose the kind of cover you want, uh, have the kind of conclusion you want. Nobody would interfere with that. So keeping all these uh, advantages in mind for people who are just starting out, self-publishing is a great option. Yeah, yeah. And you, you mentioned something about ownership and and the royalties and things of that nature. That has been a big conversation with music and with um, artists and of, of all forms, um, but it happens in the book world as well. Is there any controversy or uh, things that you've been aware of about ownership of, of books and uh, things in, in that conversation? Oh, yes. I've seen this happen a lot of uh, times in the fiction uh, novel world where uh, authors are, you know, they have to actually change the way uh, you know, a character dies and things like that because the publisher felt that, you know, this kind of uh, an ending would not be uh, interesting enough for the reader. So they have to compromise on their uh, creative liberty a lot of times. Of course, people don't talk about it openly. So I, I'm not sure if uh, I know anyone personally who has gone through that, but uh, people face that all the time. And uh, uh, But later, once they become big enough, I see a lot of them, then choosing the self-publishing route because they have, they are, you know, they don't want to compromise anymore. Now they have their own followers, so uh, who are just waiting for the next book. So people come back to the self-publishing world. But uh, yeah, so that's how it is. It mostly happens in the fictional space where people are, uh, you know, people really uh, have traveled with the book for years and they don't want anyone to change any part of it. Yeah, yeah. Jumpstart HR is changing the face of the HR industry with their outsourcing, project consulting, and phone support. Enabling startups and small businesses to outsource their HR needs from anywhere in the U.S., from new business and legal compliance to employee performance management and outplacement services. Within the business community, Jumpstart HR is a trusted and reliable service. In fact, companies like Forbes, HR.com, 
and Inc. Magazine have all featured Jumpstart HR for their easy-to-use, hourly, monthly, and on-call support that is tailored specifically to each client's needs. This saves clients like you a lot of time and money. To learn more, schedule your free HR evaluation today at jumpstart-hr.com slash contact. Okay. All right. Um, let's switch gears a little bit because there's another side of you that we haven't talked about, and that is your uh, TEDx speaking experience. Um, what was it like to have your TEDx talk? Um, what did you speak on? And why are you so passionate about that topic? Sure. Uh, so I had my first opportunity, uh, I think, in 2018. So I spoke about don't wait to become an expert because I felt that whenever I had success, I could have actually had that success a few years earlier if I had not waited because I was always uh, procrastinating. Even my book, I could have written it a couple of years before I actually wrote it. But I thought, let me just get more experience, more credibility. And I, and I see that happening all the time around me. People who are so good at what they do, they undermine their own greatness because they feel that they need to have more experience on that PhD to talk about something. So I felt that people who have achieved any result in any area of their life should uh, feel that it's their responsibility to share it, either through their book or by starting a business or doing whatever they feel they should be doing. So that was the topic of my first uh, TEDx speech. And the next one uh, happened a year later, where I spoke about uh, hire your own uh, boss, because entrepreneurs end up quitting their job because they want to be their own boss. But you can be a terrible boss for yourself if you're not uh, really having high standards of accountability. So I felt that I have always functioned well when I had a business coach, when I had a fitness coach, when I had a relationship coach. It, these kind of people help us to elevate our own uh, standards and performances. So everyone should uh, have the uh, you know inclination to uh, hire their own bosses and not feel that, you know, let me have the freedom and be my own boss because we could be terrible bosses. So yeah. those were my two TEDx experiences. Oh, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. And your your talks have gone viral. We'll drop some links to those uh, conversations in the show notes so people can take a look. But you've got quite a, quite a bit of views on your on your talks. And that's, that's pretty exciting. And Joey, How- let me tell you, uh, it's it's not that difficult to land a TEDx speech if we just plan it well, so it was on my goal list for a long time. And finally, I decided I need to make it happen. So I would just like to share three things that anyone can do to get their next TEDx speech. Oh, for So, <laughs> yeah, I went to TED.com, made a list of all the events happening in my uh, city and country. And uh, I made, a, I think, a list of 10 uh, events. And I reached out to the curators and I wrote an email to them. And I had three important ingredients in those emails. The first one was uh, about, um, you know, uh, the idea that I wanted to share because they they are looking for ideas that are worth spreading. So I understood what was the theme of the event. And I'm sure all of us can speak about a wide variety of things. But whatever we speak should be in alignment with the theme of their particular event. So I, I try to customize it according to what they needed. That was the first thing. The second thing is they want to know if you are a good speaker. So I shared some links to some of my YouTube videos where I spoke on stages. I just spoke to the camera and they could see how how good I was at speaking because otherwise they won't know, right? And the third thing that I told them was, hey, I'm the author of this book. And that instantly built that credibility. 
people somehow feel that authors are intelligent so <laughs> why not make use of that uh, notion right so that's what uh, i think uh, most people ha- might have one or two things already so if probably they don't have a book yet they could just go ahead and uh, finish that in the next 3 to 6 months and have a tedx talk by the end of the year yeah no that's incredible and um i i didn't want to uh hide those tips so great for uh nudging to to get those out there because i think really um you've laid out a blueprint of um a it's a possible and tangible to nail that tedx talk but also it was a reminder that hey you may want to have a book if you want to have that three legged table uh to stand mm-hmm. on when it comes to being a uh, an attractive uh person to pitch to not just TEDx but any other speaking engagement that you are uh looking to accomplish um so mm-hmm. like, you know in the in this uh non-fiction world if you're an expert if you're an entrepreneur you started a business to to serve people in a in a particular field um you want to be seen as a credible expert and so that's how you get on stages and that's uh why you write books so there's a symbiotic relationship between speaking writing and serving people through entrepreneurship so, yeah yeah absolutely uh, all the three all things three. are so, <laughs> so uh you know uh, there is so much synergy in all of these things because i think all of these things entrepreneurship uh speaking and authoring a book they stem from the uh you know intention of serving people so i think that's the common thread in all these three things right so we may think you know okay let me achieve so much of money in my business uh, let me sell so many copies let me get the get on the biggest stages all that is uh, you know good measures and metrics to have uh, to see how successful we are but i think the bottom line is service i think that's why all the three uh, go hand in hand yeah yeah absolutely absolutely Well, uh we're going to land this plane soon, so I really appreciate you being on the show. And if you like this episode, why not share it with some friends and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts? But do you have any parting thoughts that you want to share with folks and how can people connect with you and Happy Self Publishing online? Oh, sure. So, I think uh one final thing is a lot of times we think just because I have to self-publish my book, it means that I have to do everything myself, and that's a lot of work. but the good news is you don't have to be alone in this journey you should probably partner with a professional editor you should have a cover designer people who can elevate the quality of your book so that makes the process so much easier and uh, enjoyable than trying to do everything yourself because otherwise it will be too daunting a task but if you collaborate with people who can support you in this journey it can be a uh, an enjoyable uh, ride so i think that would be my message to people don't try to be a superhero everywhere so do what you're good at and outsource the rest i couldn't have said it better myself well thank you so much for being on the show and i'll have to have you back soon thank you joey bye bye